Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Extra Point Podcast. I'm Todd Stiles. Glad you've joined us for this edition here on June the 7th, 2022. I'm one of the pastors at First Family Church in Ankeny, Iowa. And the Extra Point Podcast is all about bringing some additional application or further observation to the text that we preached the previous week. And on today's podcast, what I'd like to do is take a moment to look at another example of a submissive wife and how her hope in God enables her to take the exact posture of submission. And of course, we were in 1 Peter 3, 1 through 6 last week. And there, of course, the specific context is uh, wives with unbelieving husbands. And I told you in the service, and I think it's true even still, I think it's intriguing that the example uses of Sarah and Abraham. And so I think that shows, first of all, there's a larger context in play as well, which is that Peter is speaking to wives in general there in his readership, but making this point that those with unbelieving husbands, then these principles and this call, um, it's, it's like a... It's like principles on steroids when it's in that context. And I mentioned that Sunday. And, and so in, in light of what we talked about, how that um, humble submission is a chance to show priceless inner beauty, bold hope in God, um, we looked at how those women who do that, Peter says they're daughters of Sarah. Uh, they're in this line of women who hope in God. And so we ask ourselves, what's really in Peter's mind when he would bring that as an example? Of course, the word used is Lord. We mentioned in Genesis 18. That probably was in Peter's mind. But could there have been more in Peter's mind when he thought about Sarah and Abraham and this whole idea of, of how submission's really not about submitting to horizontal authority only. It comes from and rests in a deeper uh, desire to trust in God. Well, I tend to think that perhaps in Peter's mind, and I, I would say to you that on this uh, edition of the Extra Point Podcast, this is probably an opinion, but I think there's some good evidence for it. Um, mainly, what, what, what would be in Peter's mind, apart from Genesis 18, if he's thinking of Sarah and Abraham? And I think it may actually be the next story in the text of Genesis, which is Genesis 20. And it's the story, if you don't mind just going there with me mentally, of when Abraham visited the king, um, and I believe it's the king of Gerar, and I guess he was passing through or perhaps traveling. And of course there, um, it seems that he's concerned about his life, thinking the king might take Sarah to be his wife if he knew that Abraham was her husband. And so he says to Sarah, take um, this opportunity, and with me, let's tell the king that you're my sister. And as you read further in the chapter, you'll find that's not far off, uh, <laughs> but it's not completely accurate. And so what we find really generally is Abraham's trying to protect himself, and uh, to a large degree, Sarah goes along with it. We find that in the text, not only does Abraham tell the king that this is his sister later when the king does take Sarah into his uh, bedroom. She tells him that as well. But here's what I think is so intriguing. And there's much about the chapter that needs unfolding in another context, another uh, opportunity. But in a dream, the Lord tells this king 
that Sarah is not the sister of Abraham, but instead the wife, and that if he lays a hand on her, his life will be taken. There will be a price to pay for taking another man's wife. And so suddenly the king uh, hears this, believes this, is warned, is um, appropriately um, moved to action, and goes back to Abraham and says, you didn't tell me the truth. And of course, he does not touch Sarah. And the whole situation is rectified um, um, and rescued, we could even say, because of the Lord and not because of Abraham. And could it be that in Peter's mind, this is what he was thinking of as well? Because Sarah's hope in this case, though she does seem to be implicit with the desire to save Abraham's life, there is a sense in which she is no doubt hoping in God before she's hoping in Abraham. And so here's what God does. He does rescue them both. He is proven to be faithful to uh, carry forth his promise to bring a son and to, of course, through this son, bring the seed. And, and, and God fulfills and is faithful even when two of these people aren't. And so Sarah's true hope was in God in this moment, which I think, in context of First Peter, enabled her then to humbly submit to Abraham. And we can ask ourselves, did she agree? Did she not agree? Those are questions we won't be able to answer. Uh, the text does show us in Genesis 20 that she did um, kind of get in line with the party line, we'll call it, right? Did she want to? Did she not want to? Um, was this wrong? Was it uh, completely untrue? Was it just a a, a small uh, adjustment? Those are all things you can debate. It seems, in my opinion, that perhaps um, Sarah may have just done this uh, to make sure that Abraham's life was spared, though she probably maybe didn't want to. It does seem to be a, um, a fabrication of things that weren't exactly true, and the motive does seem to be more self-serving for Abraham in some sense, um, and though one could argue that, you know, protecting his life was a matter of life and death, it was important. If he passes on, then there's nothing good going to happen later. I mean, you could go uh, around and around on this. My point is this, that there's not a lot of hope in either of them in one sense to, to save themselves from this situation, and God intervenes. And that's whose uh, hope Sarah places her faith in. And so in light of that, could it be that Peter's thinking of Genesis 20 as well as Genesis 18 when he calls Sarah one of those women who hope in God, and then likewise women in that first century with unbelieving husbands um, who put their hope in God and then uh, exhibit a posture of humble submission, they're in the same line of great women as Sarah, women who hope in God. I think perhaps that's in Peter's mind as well. And we'll never know. It's just another story in the life of Abraham and Sarah that proves Peter's point and illustrates his point that it's a beautiful thing when women uh, who submit to their husbands are actually using that as an opportunity to put their hope in God. Well, I hope today's edition has been helpful and perhaps stimulating and provocative in some ways. Perhaps you'll talk more about this around your dinner table with your small group. That's our goal is that you'll be challenged and exhorted to continue to discuss and digest the scriptures for your own personal growth and sanctification. Trust you'll do that, and I'll talk to you next week on the Extra Point Podcast.